Hello, ladies and gents, and welcome to episode two of the KDH podcast. Today, we've got a first guest on, and I'm absolutely buzzing about it. It's my friend, Adam O'Pray. How are you, Adam? I'm good, thanks. Yourself? I'm not too bad, mate. I'm not too bad at all. Um, Adam's, uh, I met Adam through running through the Fitters for Dads. We've done a challenge last year, which I'm sure he'll probably talk about as well. Um, and I think Adam's story is pretty inspirational, man. Like it, I, I've, I've thought that the full time, anytime he's ever told me anything about it. Um, and we're basically kind of going to go into that. We're going to talk about his story, his journey. We're going to be brutally honest with it. What fitness has done for him, uh, mistakes and lessons learned and uh, what he plans to do with the future and uh, his, how his experience may help some people. So, mate, take it away. Let's go for it with your story. Right. To start off, uh, when I was young, I played football, Christian, when I was a kid, like like a boy. But then shit just happened. My family broke up and stuff. So I went down a bad route in life just to, then just for all teenage years. And it was bad. Then I nearly got murdered when I was 19. So... Aye. What, uh, what, what happened? I got, stabbed, I got stabbed 12 times, slash nine times, and made disabled on my left elbow yeah. by, by two membrane, three membrane in my home, and just trying to murder me. But like that, that set me back a good few years, say, like in my 20s. So, like, all through my 20s, it was like a long recovery, and um, I was a severely bad drug addict from prescription drugs to cocaine to. Just to block it, I would like more like block out what you call like the fears and just reality of life. But what, yeah. what I'll get, well, basically, what I'm doing running for now in a sense, like I'll yeah, get, yeah, no, I know. Like, uh, we spoke about it on your birthday, man, when we were driving down, we went to run the Arica Alps, and uh, like that's one of the first times you kind of opened up about the full sort of like how it like mentally like you were saying like it's still a long road and like it's, it's obviously an extremely terrible thing that's happened but i love like like seeing you that day when me and richie were saying it like how buzzing you were on the hills man and i was like that's it's unbelievable that like fitness can obviously can do that for someone and kind of lift that away which is pretty amazing so uh, like how, what when did you start running and stuff mate what's your what um when did you what made you get into it and that only 15 months ago, so like, so I'm still pretty new to running, and yeah, I was I was added that I, I was I was my fitness would start. I took up yoga first, hot yoga, so yeah. that would have been that came before running. So I was like right into that. That's what got got me clean from cocaine and stuff. So I was yeah. Then I actually remember my first run. It was at quarter past three in the morning. I still bad my insomnia and stuff because at the time and yeah. I, I struggled. I went out a bit to turn a bit my own round the block and was dying. It was a, a real, but at the pace I was going, I was going all out. And that was me. It's a laughable, a laughable place for me now. But like, I, well, just I, my progress, but not, not for everybody's progress, just for me, my own progress. I, I laugh back at that. But no, no. No, it's pretty amazing because you need to go look at where you came from to realise how far you've came. And if anyone like like what sort of what sort of speeds and distances are you running right now? What's your sort of just to give people an idea that you struggle to run two miles and now tell what you're doing now? Today, um I just ran this morning I ran fourteen point seven miles, so just under fifteen miles this morning. Yeah. And I recovered. So yeah. that's just my 
recovery run that was recovery run the 15 miles easy mate so like like a complete change around man and like that's what i love so um with like what has fitness done for you and what was like a big turning point? Like, because obviously your your fitness journey is quite short so far. Within that, there's going to have to be some turning points as well. Has there been any sort of big things there? Any pivotal moments? When I met you, Christian, that unbreakable challenge that was a massive turning point for me because I was only like three months doing running at that yeah. point, and I took on that challenge. I think I was the first to send Scott a video. Of yeah. If anyone doesn't know what that is, it was a, a fitness challenge with Scott Brown. It's a, a local coach um, to us, and uh, he done that unbreakable, which is like a SAS who does wins style challenge. Uh, twenty four hours. There was I think there was sixteen or eighteen people, and survive, uh, survive twenty four hours. Um, and like I remember that man because you were you're talking about like your mental resilience and, that, and you were saying this will get me through. But then you said that was a big turning point because you were like I need to step up my fitness here. I was, I was broken like a little bitch, man. Yeah, and I bet screaming at you, man. It was more the fitness. Fitness would let me down. Wrong, wrong trainers wasn't prepared. Like I learned so much on that. Like just that. I think I lasted seven hours. But, yeah. Uh, I was somewhere. Then, nah, it's crazy, man. I was like a madness. That's when I realised I'm, I'm never gonna quit again. And like, like a fitness, like a race or like training, I'm never gonna. That quit mentality is getting because I was reading David Goggins at the time, so yeah. like, at the same period of time, I, I was doing loads of bit reading about so just I just that book, that book helped me change my, my life as well. Like, it was right. a lot of that. Cause see, mate, still not a fan of running, yeah. See, mate, see the influence that books have had on my life, man. It's actually crazy. Like, like hearing stories like that, if anyone hasn't read David Goggins, can't help me. It's one of the most sort of motivation stories you'll hear. The guy was like, like the guy, it's one of his chapters. He was supposed to be a statistic. He was like a African-American, got beat up as a kid, came from like a proper rough area. Well, he came from a rough background and like he's defied the odds. And he's like this like proper obscene ultra runner. Um, and he was extremely overweight as well. A very, very inspirational story. And like, it's the same sort of thing as like, what Adam was talking about, like about how fitness can turn around your life. It's crazy. So what's been your, your biggest mistakes and lesson learned since you started training so far? Mistakes? Oh. I would say like nutrition a lot because like I've got chronic IBS, so I make mistakes a lot. But I like to, like, that would be like regarding my training because I get setbacks a lot. From it. If anyone's, if anyone's like listening in and you've not been any long distance run, you do get a bit of like runner's belly and it can literally, that's why you see like portaloos at marathons and stuff like that because a lot of runners as well um, do run, ultra runners run with like toilet roll and that on them as well because it, is, it isn't uncommon for that to happen. So um, nutrition is a big part of running as well. But um, yeah, like, like see the thing, the thing, what were you saying, sorry mate? Like mistakes, I would say like, like so you, you, you know the 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 route. See the the Glen Tress has done the half, so yeah. I done the marathon, and yeah. I wore the wrong type of shoes. And like from the first seven mile, my feet were all burst open. Aye, that was a mistake. I learned I'll never do that. Again. Like just like we daft mistakes you take over the time, like. I know, and I think it's it's important to make these sort of mistakes. So, like, it's not not to tear your feet open or not to like shake yourself in a run, but like, I mean, and, like you learn from them. Like, I always tell everyone, like, make a mistake once and it's a mistake. Make a mistake twice and it's a decision. 
And like these are big, big learning points when you're out doing fitness, anything fitness related as well. So, what's your sort of your biggest achievements so far, mate? And what have you got planned for coming up? A few achievements in a short, short space of time. So I'll start off with like uh, I done one OCR race and I qualified for the World Championships. So yeah. I went to, so I went to the OCR World Championships last October. Yeah, obviously that was quite a big deal. Yeah, definitely, mate. That's a big one. Like a massive deal. Yeah, but regarding like I'll go back to last July, I was running the Blades Half Marathon. It was the first of it was the first ever time running over nine miles in distance. Like for me, like I didn't even do that in training, and I ran that in when I won thirty nine minutes, and that's, that's when I knew easy. something. I, that's when I knew I had something in me. Like, Aye. like, because like, I just winged it. Does that yeah. like I just like I just went for it. I didn't know like much pacing or. I'm not like an athlete, I'm all then, like I'm all now, like I'm all educated more then. Yeah, no, definitely. Man. Where do you, where's your sort of, do you do, you do a lot of research online and stuff like that, watching a lot of different, following different figures and stuff in the running world. Um, who's your sort of favourite person that you follow? Sage, I'm not sure if I pronounce his second name right, Sage Cadady, the American yeah. ultra runner, any surface, any distance runner. Um, I yeah. actually met him last year at the, up at the, so the weekend the Ring of Steel was held, yeah. the Salomon Skyline weekend. Well, I was yeah. up supporting Ricky on his VK rate. Yeah. His race. Then I was up for the full weekend. The match actually had the race on the Sunday, but I came fourth. I nearly podied him. I was so close. Aye. That was a, a great learning curve, that race. Yeah. I was up against like international runners from over the world, and I came fourth. It's crazy, isn't it, man? It's crazy. Oh, right? I, okay, that was fucking. Uh, I was so close to podium. Like I knew I was Salomon podium. I was. Yeah. I smell it, man. I was fucking. <laughs> oh, oh, that one day. I think, like, see the, what my experience from like being on like runs and stuff like that as well. Like, I, I look back at some runs I've done and see when you're at the like, at an event, see the adrenaline that kicks in, and like you go out and do training runs sometimes, and you're beating yourself up, and you're going, "Why do I feel crap? Why is my heart rate up?" Why are my legs tired? And it turns up to race day, and it just literally like it's it's as if the stars align sometimes, and it's crazy. Uh, I, I get that, I understand that because like I, I feel that a lot in training, sluggish and why? Because I train alone myself. I'm like yeah, apart because yeah. of the lockdown. I use like special lockdown. I've been training alone, so like, but I've set I set loads of I set a few P, PBs in lockdown, so it's like. Yeah. You, you need to push yourself, yeah. You need to, like, I, I, I just, I had a race in my own head. Yeah, no, definitely. That, and it's like, you, you need to recalculate, like, some people, I've, I noticed, like, on, like, on Strava, I follow a lot of loads of people because I'm just like that. And I noticed a lot of, like, club runners, people who are in, like, running clubs and that. They've all, all their momentum's disappeared in this lockdown. They're not, they're not doing their usual training, they're not finding. But I've, I would say, apart from injuries, I've worked harder in this lockdown training. Like, want to get yeah, after it. Yeah. In all my, in all my uh, races have been cancelled, Christian. I've like spent. I, I bought them all at the start of the year. Every single one. I bought cash, and look what happened. I've been all cancelled. Like, and I had some big, big plans for the year, and like, my my dreams just got shattered in a way. But yeah, it never like it never made me want to lose focus, and it just gave me like, right, that's me going to have another year. Your training worth for next year's race. Do you know what you've just said there, mate? Do you know the difference between a successful and an unsuccessful is an unsuccessful person is reactive and a successful person is proactive and you've been proactive in this full situation, you've worked around it, man. So 
that's exactly what you've done and, and you're going to come out the you, you like use this time to focus on your weaknesses use this time to toughen up your head for out running on your own so that when you're out running the group you're going to be ahead of the game it's just as simple as that mate but that's that's great to hear man and um, what's your like what what do you want what do you plan on doing i know that you had a lot of events i know you had a few ultras and stuff booked up you had the Aaron ultra and um, what what do you what what's your sort of events coming up what's your challenges you want to take on what's the I, big i booked the I booked to run the Blades 50k the other night, so that's hopefully will be in uh, Halloween this year. So uh, I was I sent that into my group today about the 10. It says 10k ish, and um, that'll be a night time. That'll be good. That'll be good, mate. That'll be a good one. Yeah, I'm I'm going for the 50k. That's because I I'm, I just need, I need to do something. So that was that. Then yeah. hopefully I'm still in for the Ring of Steel. I went elite. I'll eat with <laughs> so good man. It's, it's how you challenge yourself, man. You you do well with it. Um, that goes. No nah, man, definitely. And um, that's what I was talking to the guys in my online community about today. Like, like right now with the way things are, like the like the future's not nothing's in stone. But now we're starting to see some events pop up and stuff. And uh, especially in the sort of running and, and endurance world, it's quite crushing because some of these events you train all year round for them. And they've just been pulled away. And I know it's not like there's a lot worse circumstances, but it's pretty soul destroying when you've put all that work into something um, and got right. And obviously, uh, then it gets cancelled. But it's, it's good to hear that you've you've worked around it, mate, and focused on obviously building more strength. I would, I would say that like to, to any people who's listening, that you would, I would, you're, you're training for life, not just for the race. So like, that, mate? like it's like for life because. That's at the end of the day. I, I I like to race, yeah, but it's like life I'm improving. Not, that's not it, I mean, no, I totally get that, bro. Um, the that's the, the the last point I was going to come up to there, mate. For anyone listening, from your experience and life through this full fitness journey, what would you tell someone to focus on if they were looking to get into running? Don't don't like get caught up in anybody else's progress, journey, whatever. If you download Strava like your followers, because you'll just beat yourself up. You'll just literally beat yourself up and just do what you feels good for you and enjoy it. Like I'm I'll, I'll be brutally honest, I'm still half and half if I enjoy running. Sometimes yeah. like like I'm in that mindset, but the, see what after I get home, then um I don't I, I look at all my data. That's when you know you've what is worth it. Even yeah, I was running slow today, like for me, for my standards, and we were actually helping out an old, an old person, an old guy, do a ten k. So it took us a number and a half to do this ten k, basically walking around at Christian, and it just it's just something like it's just getting out into it's like people if you're going to go into like. I, I, for people who want to take up running, maybe know to do running. I would do doing the Jeff technique. That's what I done. That's What's that? Walk, run, run, oh, build up, yeah. The Jeff is like, yeah, just build up. Like, don't, don't focus on speed. Don't focus on anything. Just focus on you enjoying yourself. That's it, I mean, That's the, it. Um, I think like. Up. I spoke about this in my stories the other day. I think a lot of people can get caught up in the data now, things like Strava. And I've, I've recently found myself kind of losing the love with running because 
I'm just like trying to beat myself. I'm not even trying to beat anybody else. I'm just like going out. And that's not how you run. You need to get miles in your legs. You need to get your body conditioned to it. And just going out and try to smash it. Like that, at the beginning of the lockdown, there was a lot of people that downloaded Strava. There will also be a lot of people who picked up a lot of injuries. The, this, the rate of a runner picking up an injury, this is from a um, document I was reading the other day, JAMA 2014. The rate of picking up an injury if you're a runner is 50 to 85% in the year. Like if you're a runner, you're going to pick like you've got a fifty to eighty-five percent chance of picking up an injury. So if you download Strava because your pals challenge you to a five k and you've never ran before, you're going to be in bits after it. So my sort of advice with that as well, tagging on to what Adam said there, build it up, don't jump in, don't be surprised if your knees, your joints are in bits because there's a lot of people now that are attempting to run further than they even walk. If you only do. 4,000 steps a day and you're attempting to go out and do a 5k run you're going to get you're going to get a surprise man I would say I would say even like say even with mileage as well elevation builds up better as well over, rather than just miles so see if you're calling it putting elevation in rather yeah. than just because before Glentress Marathon Christian I never ran 13 over 13 mile in training yeah and I came 38 from that marathon and yeah, I was see just from the elevation training we put in yeah. over the winter. Like. For anyone so that doesn't know what Glen Glen tries two and a half thousand feet for one loop for the half marathon, is it? It's I was like four thousand seven hundred for the marathon. Right, it's this, it's, it's on it like it's on it. I've done it I've done the half marathon twice now, like two years in a row, and it's it's arguably one of the hardest runs I've ever done in Adam done the marathon, so it's it's a pretty grueling run but um, definitely like getting elevation into things changed up last year when I done the double goat fell run I didn't run much distance but I done a lot of elevation training I done a lot of just slow steady elevation and getting the, the miles into my legs but um, anyway mate that is it's been a pleasure having you on mate um, thanks very much for sharing your experiences um, he was saying he was nervous before it I'm, it's completely normal I'm nervous before things like this as well mate so um, I hope you enjoyed it um, and thanks very much. Thanks for tuning in, guys. I'll catch you in a bit. Still, I've heard it.